Hello and welcome to Time of Your Life, the show that discusses all things midlife. Today, I'm so lucky, I'm speaking to Judy Schoenberg and Linda Lautenberg. Judy and Linda are co-founders of Evolve Me, a company that helps midlife women transform and reinvent their careers. Linda returned to work after an 18-year break and Judy pivoted her career midlife, so they brought two different stories to their new business. Both found the process isolating when they decided to make those career changes and so created Evolve Me to ensure that their help was there for other women wanting to do the same. Judy and Linda, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you, Karen. Thanks for having us. No problem. Tell me a bit about your work. So thanks, Karen. So um, as you mentioned, Judy and I created Evolve Me essentially to pay it forward to others since we've both been in those same shoes. Judy is a career pivoter who was looking to find make a more direct impact with her career and me who had taken a career break to raise a family. And, and as you said, we both found the process of reinventing ourselves daunting and isolating. And we spent a good amount of time spinning our wheels, trying to figure out what we wanted to do and how to get there. So at the heart of Evolve Me's mission is to make career transition in midlife fun, rewarding, and doable. And we are absolutely convinced without a doubt that it is better to do that work together. So our signature program, the Reinvention Collective, brings together women for training that provides a structure, tools, community, and accountability to help women get the clarity, the confidence, and the vision to launch their next chapters. And we're very excited because our first virtual Reinvention Collective, because we did this work in person previously, um, starts October 13th. I saw that on your website and I want to come back to that because that looks an amazing program. Um, but I, I'm, I'm really interested because I looked in the UK for people who do this kind of work and I couldn't find anyone. And I was so thrilled when I found you. And obviously you're based on the East Coast of America. Yes. But I, I think it would be so helpful for so many women in the UK as well. Um, I just want to talk a bit about, about um, c- career in midlife. Because there was a statistic that came out, um, I'm sure you saw it recently, from Forbes, saying that women earn 81 cents, we're going to go American, for every dollar earned by men, and the discrepancy gets worse after the age of 50. Is there anything we can do about this? Um, Thanks so much, Karen. This is Judy here. Um, And that is true, and uh, unfortunately... Um, and, you know, what we saw actually from some recent research as well is that, you know, even staying out of the workforce for a year, um, which many women do, will greatly impact their overall lifetime earnings. So um, we, you know, we really propose for women to stay in the game um, and be ready for opportunities. And, you know, we know that um, women, you know, tend to not want to promote themselves. A lot of the women that we work with, when they're returning to the workforce especially, um, they have a loss of confidence. Um, but, you know, once once they get in there, they often don't want to play bigger. So they're not going to ask for promotions um, and they're not going to, you know, aspire for, for more. And so, you know, while these statistics are true, there are things that women can do to advocate for themselves, right? And one of them is learn to negotiate you know, negotiate, negotiate, men negotiate, you know, salaries, promotions, um, all the time. And women to kind of wait for other people to come to them and say, okay, I want to give you a raise. You know, I want to give you a promotion. Um, what we do at Evolve Me is we help women market themselves and be able to tell a compelling story about why they're worth it 
why they're you know worth the raise, why they're worth the promotion, um, and so that they, they can get paid you know closer to what they're really worth and the value that they're bringing to, to the company once they're there. So you know our message is while those statistics are true, they don't have to be you know your destiny and your fate, and don't wait for others to um, to offer you more. That you have to go and and, and get that for yourself. That's such valuable work that you do to help women raise their confidence. Do you think that happens because we're, we're juggling so many different um, things in our lives, such as particularly when you get to midlife, you're looking after older parents, you've got children who are coming through and maybe about to go off to college, you've got um, your own menopause situation going on, which may be affecting your hormones. Do you think we just think, oh, I can't be doing with, with asking for a pay rise as well. I'm just going to carry on. I'm fine as I am. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good point. We hear from women that sometimes when they have so many things going on in their lives, different parts of their lives, as you described, they say, you know, what? I'm just going to take us, you know, I'm just going to keep, keep on keeping on. I'm going to keep the status quo because that's what works for me right now. You know, and to be honest with you, that's what I did for many years when I had young children. I, I continued to work full time throughout um, raising my sons. Um, they're a little bit older now, and but not, not quite self-sufficient, but they're, they are older mm-hmm. and you know, for me, I just kind of stayed in the role that I was and said, you know, this is not the season for change, right? So there's different seasons um, of our of our careers. And, you know, often, you know, what, what we hear from women is they're great multitaskers. So like they're great at, you know, managing the household, you know, taking care of their kids, their elders, you know, it, uh, other, you know, older people in their family. But what happens is the career piece tends to fall to the bottom of the list. And so that's what where we come in is to help them kind of give them the focus that they need and the structure and the framework to really put themselves at the top of their list when they're managing so many other things. Like we give women the space to actually claim that for themselves, that, that focus on their career, which, um, which is really hard to do when you, when you have so much going on in other areas of your life. You need to, to really carve that out, and we help women do that. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to do. I mean, I went on, on – I did something not dissimilar last year, which was, which was very business as opposed to personal career-focused. And I was in a group of women, and we were asked to um, – it was, it was something like give out – come up with our mountain of worth because and all the things we'd done. And we all looked at, blankly at each other, and we couldn't think of anything. <laughs> But within an hour, we had come up, and it was amazing the stories that came out of people. But what we, every woman there just went, oh, yeah, I, I did that. But, you know, that's nothing. Do, do you find that happens? Women dismiss their achievements. Well, I think what's interesting that you were just talking about is I, I would be willing to bet what happened in that group, whereas the woman that said, oh, I did that, but it was nothing, I bet the woman sitting across from her saying, you did what? That's amazing. And that's yes. one of the magic things that happens when we bring women together for this training at Evolve Me is that other women see the value in you that you are not, have not been seeing yourself. Because as women, we are just so used to just juggling it all. And we just, we just do things kind of as a matter of course. And we have it, we have a hard time at seeing the value in ourselves. Um, a lot, and, and some of the things that women are so good at are the softer skills like multitasking, like compassion, like, you know, things like that and, and being empathetic. And so, um, we have a hard time seeing that value, but, um, when we bring other women together, we can see the awesomeness that is in ourselves by seeing it through other women. Judy, I, I had a not similar experience to you. I, my, when my kids were young, I worked 
Um, and I went through all those resentments when I saw um, women who'd taken the time off of their career to um, bring their children up. But I came to the conclusion in the end that it had been better to stay in a career for me because when they left home, I saw other women have that tremendous lack of confidence going back. And I don't know, Linda, did you get that experience coming back to work that it was it was really challenging? It was challenging. I had... Um... I, when I first fell out of the work, I say fall, fell out of the workforce, it was almost more a trailing spouse situation. And then I stayed out to raise my family. And I think that also happens to a lot of women too. In general, for a lot of traditional households, like married women with children, there's just a family decision that gets made that one of the parents needs to be more flexible in their work schedule. And depending on how inflexible one parent is, that can determine how flexible the others. And in my situation... There was no flex. My husband's a surgeon, a physician, a surgeon. There was no flexibility on his part. And I kind of just had to take, you know, completely fall out. Um, and, and, and coming back, you know, it, it was, you- it was a real, it was really hard to get my professional confidence back. I was very confident in everything that I was doing at home and in all of my volunteer work, but the professional world seemed really daunting to me the longer I was out of it. And, and the more isolated I felt when I was trying to make that leap to come back in and the more Googling I did and the more, you know, I kind of tried talking to people here and there, um, I just ended up feeling less and less and less confident. Because I found a lot of women just looked blankly at me like rabbits in the headlights when they said they were thinking of going back to work because their skills had been so, they were redundant by the time they, they went back to work. Whereas Judy and I, who carried on, our skills were there or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Did you find that the same, that your skills were kind of redundant? Well, I felt that I thought they were. But as soon as oh. I found a program that it was another group program that um, doesn't exist, it's actually where Judy and I met. Um, as soon as I found a program that was similar to this, where I came together with other women and I, and I went and I put myself back on my schedule, I was amazed at how quickly my professional switch flipped back on between doing a program like this and doing some really strategic volunteering that, that, that switch came right back on. And my professional self had just always been sitting there within me. I had just buried it. So the, the skills were all there. Maybe some of the things like technology that had advanced, but all of that is so figure outable. It's none of it is that hard. And actually as, as women that have come out of the workforce and been juggling a lot of kids and schedules and things, we're really good at figuring things out. So that piece of it was more kind of fun and, and, and not that difficult. So, um, it's just a matter of getting that switch to flip back on. So talk to me about your program. Cause I think it's, an, I think it's such a valuable work that you do. Talk to me about, so if I was a woman, actually I am a woman, but if I was a woman <laughs> who'd, who'd um, uh, decided I wanted to get back in the workforce, I had absolutely lost my confidence. I was like a rabbit in the headlights, did not know where to start. Talk to me about how your program helps. Sure. Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, we have um, a very specific method um, called DARE, and it's an acronym. It's... Um, not a coincidence that it spells dare because you need to be brave and bold, um, to enter into a career reinvention process at midlife. But we have a method that takes you through four different phases. So it provides a structure and, you know, and, and the community that you need to go through 
um, this process with other women, which is very affirming. So um, the process is DARE. So D stands for discover. So one of the most important things you can do before you do anything else, before you think about updating your resume is to really get clear on all of, you know, your values. So what we were talking about before doing an assessment and audit of all your accomplishments, your skills, your expertise, you know, from paid work, from pro bono, you know, things that you've done in volunteer capacity and, you know, going back from the beginning of your career, really take stock of, uh, you know, who you are right now and, and think about your values. What do you value now? Maybe, you know, how work fits into your life might be different than than what it might have looked like at the beginning of your career, you know, 10 or 20 years ago. So that's a discover piece, really owning your superpowers. And then the A in DARE stands for Amplify. So we go to work with women, you know, on their confidence. And, you know, so many women, especially after having a break, um, you know, feel like if they do something new, they'll be seen as a fraud, you know, or an imposter. We, you know, we go over imposter syndrome and how that holds women back and um, really helping them develop a clear and compelling pivot pitch, right? So you need to not just hand your resume over to someone, you need to be able to speak in a really compelling way about why a change makes sense for you and what are those transferable skills that you've amassed throughout your whole career that can be applied to new opportunities. And then we, you know, do all of the refreshment work. R stands for refresh um, and renew um, our resume. So what does a resume look like for a career changer? There's different ways to position your resumes um, for career change that so yet you can get, you know, get noticed. Um, and then we also go over LinkedIn. LinkedIn is your calling card. It's what people contacts, employers. Karen, I bet you looked at our LinkedIn maybe even before the podcast. Yes. Um, so LinkedIn really needs to be up to date, relevant and, and tell, you know, tell your, uh, your audience about your personality. It's just not just a carbon copy of your resume. We, and then we go on to help women prepare for opportunities in the, in the real world. So we do informational interviewing. Um, practice with women um, advisors and mentors. And we have like a virtual field day, which is going to be fun this year on Zoom, um, where we go around to different employers um, and they share with us what the top skills needed in today's job market are, especially, you know, now with COVID, things have changed a bit. So all this happens virtually um, starting October 13th. um, And we meet for eight uh, weeks on Zoom for two hours, and then women come together in smaller pods with accountability groups so that they can continue the work, continue the momentum, deepen those relationships with each other, and you know also expand their network. So it's quite powerful. Um, at the end, we've seen so many women transform when we've done this before, getting interviews, getting part-time roles, getting you know strategic volunteering roles, starting their own projects together based on the relationships that they've made in the group. So we're super excited to launch this virtually and, you know, be able to meet <clears throat> women where they are now. Do you know what I love most about it is the support structure because um, it, it, it's very, it, some women feel very vulnerable when they're trying to get back into work or trying to career pivot midlife because of so many things that are going on. And to have a safe space where you can say, I feel vulnerable and actually I, I don't know how this sounds when I say it in an interview is so valuable. So, so powerful for women. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was saying the same thing as Judy. This is Linda. Um, that, that's what we always say in our group is that, you know, leave your best self at home and bring your real self to the group and that it's a safe and a brave space because this is, this is where to be vulnerable, to be honest, 
and, and to try new things and to practice because this group is not going to judge you and they're only going to lift you up and support you until you really are believing in yourself and are clear on what also, you want to do. Yeah. And it's also really great that if you go out for an interview and if you come home to your, you know, your other half or your, or your family and they go, how'd it go? You went, well, oh, I think it's okay. But with this group, you can go back and you can say, actually, I said this. I'm not sure that was right. Um, right. Can someone talk me through it? So you can, you yeah. can have much more. Um, it's not just someone going, oh, yeah, you'd be fine. You'll be fine. Um, it, it's a much more powerful analysis of what went on in that interview. Yeah. Or they this, can say, oh, no, that happened to me, too. But it turned out OK. <laughs> Yes. Right. And, and even if it doesn't, you, you can still say, okay, well, let's have a look at what your answer was. What do we think we could do better next time? It's a much more um, constructive way than someone going, oh, don't worry, just have a glass of wine. It'll be fine. Right. It's a sounding <laughs> board, you know, for these women. It's really yeah. a sounding board. And it's a, their own personal board of advisors. You know, they don't have, you know, like, let's say they're a young mother. They might have like a mother's group, but not everybody in the mother's group is interested in going back to work. So they don't have yes. that support system, you know? And like let's, Linda and I talk about this all the time. It's not going to be your best friend or your partner that can really be your, um, you know, your like members of your tribe when you're going through this. Because as you said, like if you're a woman and you're going through it with another, you know, a group of women who are at a similar stage, they'll be able to give you more pointed feedback because they're going through a, you know, similar experience and, and that's what they're there for. You know, your partner might be there for offering you the wine, right? <laughs> um, the, the, the other thing I would say too, is as women, we're such givers and we always want to be the givers and supporters. So, um, so in this situation, we're always wanting to be the helpers, right? And we are reticent to always be asking for help, but in a group like this, you're comfortable asking for the help because you know that you are also giving it. So you feel you're, you're more comfortable because there's a trade-off going. And whenever you're being vulnerable, you're actually helping the other women as well. Yeah. And also that's what the group is for. Whereas your partner is there for many other things. And, yeah. and it, it's, it's not necessarily fair to say to them, do you think I made the right answer to that question? And if they say no, Right. Um, it, it, it makes it, you know, it, it changes the dynamics. You, you feel awkward and prickly about it. You're thinking, mm-hmm. why aren't you supporting me? Whereas this group is there for truth, support yes. and truth. Yeah. I, amazing. I've got so many questions I want to ask you and we're not going to get through them all. Okay. We're going to go for what is your top line advice to women seeking to further their careers in midlife or even to restart their career? Um, that's great. That's a really, um, important question because everybody's asking us, where do I start? You know, um, very confused about, you know, just overwhelmed. And, um, you know, we, we say that the number one thing that women can do to further their careers, um, or restart them is again, to get clear on what they have to offer right now. Um, Linda and I talk about career reinvention, really being an inside job. And by that, we mean, you know, women owning their value before, you know, going out to update their resumes or, you know, coldly sending them out or, you know, asking about like, what's the best cover letter. It's really an internal kind of piece of reflective work that you need to do, um, right now. And that the advantage in, in doing this in midlife is that, you know, maybe you're coming up blank when somebody asks you what your accomplishments are, like the group of women you described. Um, Karen, but you know, you're not starting from scratch at midlife, you know, you can tap into those, those portable skills, those soft skills that Linda was talking about that you can carry into any industry like problem solving, 
you know, like multitasking, communication, um, project management, like all those things are relevant, uh, listening skills, you know, to any industry. So, you know, you want to shine the light on the accomplishments that you've had that are, that are, you know, targeted to where you you want to go, the direction that you want to go in. And, and then you have to translate that all into a really a new story, a new career story about what's possible for you. And that's what we help women with in our reinvention collective. And we see these aspects as being so critical to career change. You know, when you start with yourself, the rest will follow. Um, and we promise that that's true because, um, you know, Linda and I have different stories, but we've both been there and, um, that's what, you know, worked for us. So, um, you know, we all need a plan and evolve me gives you that structure, that, that community, um, you know, where you'll get truth, as you were saying, Karen, um, and tools, you know, to be ready for new opportunities. I think it's such an amazing service. How can people in the UK find out more? Because actually, when I looked at it, I thought the times times work really well because it is a virtual service. So how can they find out more about what you do? Um, You just head to our website at evolveme.work and then you can find all the information there. And there is a complete, there's, you know, information about all the different things that we offer and a separate page for the Reinvention Collective if you're interested in that. We also have... um, a blog post in which we um, have a lot of original articles that you can read. And we love to feature other women that are either in the process of reinventing themselves or have made it to the other side just for inspiration for other women and to lift those women up in their careers. Um, and so we have a, a blog post with where we feature a lot of women there. And maybe we should feature you, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> Don't be so ladies, modest now. <laughs> that, 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 that's so kind. Ladies, I, I think it's amazing what you do. I'm going to put the links on, on the website as well so that everyone can find that. Now, I'm going to ask you one further question before we go. I'm going to change the mood. I'm going to pop you on a desert island. You've got unlimited sunscreen, but what is the one beauty product you would both take? No, I'll go. It's Linda. I would take okay. whatever my favorite mascara of of the moment is, which I think probably changes every six months. And um, yeah, that's what I would take, mascara. Okay. We'll let you have that. Judy, what would you take? Um, one beauty product. I think I would take um, like a lip tint with that had some moisturizer in it, but also some color so that I had that pop of color in my face to, to go out into the world with. Linda, what fragrance would you take? I'm going with one from London. I, my favorite is Joe Malone. I like their peon, their peony and blush suede. Yes, that is very lovely. Judy, what were, what were we going to let you have? Okay, well, I'm a native New Yorker, so I would take Bond Street number nine, and the fragrance is Saks Fifth Avenue. Yes, I think that sounds fabulous. Ladies, thank you so much for your time today. An absolute pleasure to talk to you. It's amazing what you do, and I think it's such valuable work. Thank you so much. And Karen, thank Thanks you so for much, this, this podcast is, does uh, so much for other women. So thank you. Thank you so much. So that's all for this week. We'll catch up next week with another show. I hope you enjoyed it. And as I said, there'll be details on the website so you can catch up with Linda and Judy there. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs>